3: guess what decision we're about to make horrible decision (laughs) hey guys welcome to another episode of horrible decisions i'm your girl mandy b hi i'm wheezy welcome to
2: our Horror slutty podcast where we have a therapy not a therapy episode (laughs) have you seen our therapy episode i have do you think she was good yeah, I thought she was gonna slap us at one point. <laughs> I like she was like, "Shut up!" And she said, "So, so Like everybody, shut the fuck
3: up! Fuck! I liked her, and at, and at the time when, when I, I found she? out what her hourly rate was, I said, "Old bitch, I can't afford you." Thank you, loudspeaker. <laughs> Thank you, Chris A King, for paying for her. She deserved that deserve hourly more. rate ready. Uh, and now I pay just about that for my therapy every week. There yeah, you go. Um, but um, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls, and everyone in between. Um, now, what kind of how much they paying you? You got Louboutins on huh?
1: for me. Listen, I... How
3: much is your
2: session? Therapy is for See? everyone. It looks like it's for the rich.
1: Not at all. Not at all. I would say that I specifically work with black couples. Talk so your shit. 80% of my clientele are all black couples right here in New York City. Your favorite celebrities are my clients too.
2: Well, don't be in here. Red oh, does NBA. not have a girlfriend, <laughs> number
3: one. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet, that's why they back together. I'm so mad.
1: Ethically speaking. And I was trying to just give him some
3: time alone before I slid in them DMs. (laughs) And clearly I gave, I I let way too much time pass. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we have a couples therapist here in the building. Shout out to Max Stanley Kazoo. If you hate him, blame it in. Kazoo. Yeah. Okay. You know, listen, (laughs) I was, I was there. I had one of the two. Um, And one of the things that I really enjoyed um, about reading your specialty in therapy is that you focus on a fair recovery.
1: Yes, that's, um, that's my go-to nowadays.
3: And see, huh. we thought we were doing the, the the good deeds of the world by just letting everyone know non-monogamy is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is a fair recovery?
1: So, a fair recovery uh, for those couples that at some point they've experienced some type of infidelity, and they are ready to process it and decide whether or not they want to stay t- together or. Separate. Can we
2: let's I was gonna say I have um, you know, I've been cheated on and I've watched movies before or TV shows, or I feel like you know, where someone like it happens in the movie and you're looking at that nigga and you're uncomfortable. I think we should definitely give a trigger warning for this episode okay. as we may bring up some things that might make you and your partner
3: uncomfortable. So if you're watching it with that nigga who cheated, turn it off. <laughs> All right. Or don't turn it off. I think that what the, the conversations that I specifically wanted to have. Were solution based conversations, Correct. not really. I might punch a Not really putting blame on either or partner because you have the cheater, and then you have the person that was cheated on. Mm-hmm. And if you decide to remain in the relationship and work through it, there are things that both partners do that don't help the relationship, and it's not always all put to blame on the person that, that
1: there cheated. Y- there you go. But listen. There you go. So so let's
2: so let's so let's, <laughs> let's let's unpack that because. Uh-huh. You have situations where anyone who gets lied to and cheated on, in my opinion, is a victim in that in that standpoint, right? Like you could have been honest. Of course. But what are some of the ways where, because you both said, and I agree, um, that someone could be, you know, push you to cheat, quote unquote, so, maybe wrong verdict. Yeah.
1: So the research has shown that seventy percent of the time, the reason why someone cheats is not be- because they desire sex; it's because there is an unmet need in the relationship. That has not been met. So it could be just support, feeling appreciated, having someone to talk to, feeling desired or feel, feeling heard. So a lot of times we think of infidelity as no, you're just seeking sex and you're trying to be lusty. But a lot of times it's due to, to these emotional needs that you cannot have fulfilled within your primary but a initiative. lot
3: of these niggas is whole you know, <laughs> know my problem with even that explanation though uh-huh. however mm-hmm. is that it still kind of puts the blame on the partner not being able to fulfill something and, and uh, in a recent conversation I had regarding cheating was that you as the the person who got cheated on there's nothing that you did wrong it's all on the other person so a lot of times when you get cheated on you like to look at yourself and be like, damn, what could I have done different to not be cheated on? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people put themselves as to blame as to why they got cheated on. And again, in a recent conversation, there's a lot of times, there's absolutely nothing you could have done differently. A person is going to cheat if they're going to cheat. And a lot of times it has nothing to do with how their partner showed up at all. Like this person was going to cheat if they were going to cheat. But you did just say like, you think it could be the other person who could also be to blame. What do you mean? No, I'm saying that, The person, no, 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 I'm saying that that's if they stay in a relationship and we'll get into that. But to me, it's not the blame of the partner that got cheated on. So even the way you just explained it, there was something that wasn't met. I think that that's unfortunately a lot of times what happens when you're cheated on. You say, damn, how did I fail? What did I not do differently? Did I not suck his dick right? Did I not Mm -hmm. talk to him enough? And it still causes the person who got cheated on to, to place blame on themselves when that's not the case. That nigga was finna cheat because he wanted to cheat. Mm-hmm. True.
1: So <clears throat> cheating is a choice no matter what, right? You have the choice to decide where, whether or not you're going to cheat. But eventually, right, if you're in a relationship where you are asking for your needs to be met consistently mm. and it's being ignored, it's human nature that at some point you're going to start creating more outside friendship That can later on develop to more things, right? Couples divorce over the conversations that they never had, but they should have had. Like what? Finances, sex, intimacy, friendship, a whole slew of things. Only eighteen percent of divorces are due to infidelity. Come on, Stan. So it's not as major as (laughs) we really think. It's true.
2: I feel like everybody I know that break up, maybe not divorce, but break up, it's always cheating. You think so? Oh, the people that. (laughs) I I think for the majority of times That in my life personally I've been angry Maybe it wasn't cheating But it was cheating adjacent Mm -hmm. Like a lie um, Or In which I consider Like if it was a lie about a person I think it blankets under cheating In my opinion But You're saying that Cheating is only 18% of the time Is that because people Get over it? Divorce for cheating
1: Divorce Right Yeah So a, a lot of times um, cheating is not really a deal breaker. We say it because it's the cool thing to say. For you. <laughs> but in reality, <laughs> a lot of couples are willing to work through it because you can then build a stronger relationship due to the cheating that took place. The cheating indicates something was not working on both sides, right? Well, whether I was not communicating what I needed properly mm-hmm. or you were not receiving what I was asking and therefore you couldn't meet that. So while we go through the therapeutic process and we identify what's missing and what's not being met, then we then create this discourse where my partner is able to see me, hear me and meet that need. So therefore, we create an even stronger relationship.
3: Now, oh, okay. I was going to say, um, Mac, therapy has been more of a common conversation now with the normalization of just discussing mental health mm-hmm. as an all around thing. I wanted to start off with an icebreaker um, regarding myths associated Ooh. with therapy. Um, I want to ask you these two because and, and if you have any personal experience, please, uh, please jump in. The first myth um, that I wanted your uh, opinion on is that a couple's therapist will often take sides.
1: That's a myth. And here's right. why. Talk to me. The relationship is my client, not not you guys. Oh. Right. So I am here to help the relationship. And at times we are going to address the individual factors that each of you guys show up with that may affect your relationship. You ever tell people to relationship. break up? Um, Yes. She was dating a narcissist and it was very clear. Oh it my It was three God. years.
2: Just one I... breakup? Or have you ever seen other like situations where you like, you shouldn't be together?
1: Um, I, 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 I don't think there is a time where you shouldn't be together. It all depends on your willingness and commitment to make it work. What do you think about a break? A break? I think they're bullshit. We need rules for the break. Oh, because a lot of times people will use a break just to go out there and do what they got to do, and then come back act like nothing happened. But you need some rules.
3: It's it's crazy (laughs) though because when I I I picked this myth specifically because uh, before me and my partner broke up, we were considering therapy, Um, but it was also one of those where it was it was difficult for me to find a therapist, and I wish I knew you at the time because I felt if I chose. A woman therapist, mm-hmm. a, specifically a black woman therapist, that things that would said would fall on deaf ears because I knew he was also a sexist. So I just knew that he he would probably feel like the bond of feminism is why we were trying to hold him accountable for his actions. And so I was literally looking for a black male therapist just so that in therapy he wouldn't feel like he was being attacked. Correct. And do you see that that happens oftentimes as well? with Black couples and specifically Black men actually agreeing to go into therapy that you're kind of disarming for them.
1: 100%. You do see that, okay. Because there's there's a lot of guy talk that's happening. And at times I I have to say to to them directly, I get what you're saying, but your partner does not. Because you're using guy talk, I get it, Mm. right? But now how can we communicate that in a way that your partner can understand what you're actually saying?
2: How often do you... um... I can only talk from this experience. So I did couples therapy with an ex. He was a really bad serial cheater, but he also was emotionally and and physically abusive. Mm, And at the time I was super young. So I didn't, you know, get what to do. Should we work it out? But got a black male therapist because he didn't want a woman. And he attributed it to age later, but he must have seen the man do something to me. Whether it was emotion that made it look like he could tell I've been hit before. He was like, can you leave the room? To him. And when he... He said no. And when he left the room, he's like, how old are you? I had an answer. And he's like, well, we already know you're too young, right? You got a long life ahead of you. And I want you to know that whatever I tell him will never be out of your favor and you can always feel safe. Have you ever been put in situations where you felt like you had to take a side for the safety of that person's heart, not even them physically, just like this motherfucker ain't going to stop cheating on you or 100%. they don't want to be here. They're not active in this therapy. 100%. Is it ethical?
1: Here where it comes into play, right? So the first phase of addressing an infidelity requires honesty. So that's where the person that is cheated on gets to ask all of their questions that they need answers to. Mm -hmm. Who was it? For how long? Where? Right? And in order to heal from that, the partner must be willing to be honest. So if they're being dishonest, then you will never heal from it. And also in couples therapy, whatever is said to me, I will also share it with your partner. There's no privacy. There's no secrecy. So in our individual session, the men admitted to still continuing the affair, even though they're in couples therapy. Wait,
2: so process. you're saying there's no privacy. So you be telling?
1: No, meaning. So Uh-oh. so the first session is I see you guys as a couple. Right. right? The second session is I see each of you guys individ- individually to continue my assessment. Especially if domestic violence are present, depression or anxiety, right? During that time period, I will ask you, are you still cheating? Are you still carrying on the affair? If the answer is yes, and you're unwilling to say that to your partner, I must stop therapy because it's not going to work.
2: Oh, that's right. So you stop it, but do you, like, how does that conversation happen? Are you like, hey, this isn't for me? Do you do you basically, quote unquote, not force them, but try to persuade and push them to being open?
1: Yes, I I let it be known that in order for us to actually make this work, you have to be 100% honest, completely honest and, vul- and vulnerable. You have to commit to doing the work.
3: Damn, I don't know if I could do all that. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to keep going because I want to get into quite quite a few things here on my on the docket. Um, so the next segment we're going to get into is our vanilla shit. If you're listening for the first time because you saw Mac say, <laughs> yo, check my interview out on Horrible Sisters. Might be time for you to have um, a podcast, Mac. You know? We'll talk. 20 times you've been a guest. Our vanilla shit for this week um, has to do with law, but I wanted to bring up kind of the therapy um, as it pertains to parenting and children. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one um, comes from the state of Texas, which is at this point embarrassing. We've talked about Texas a lot as it pertains to them trying to reverse Roe versus Wade um, in terms of abortion. This one is a little bit um, more disturbing. Greg Abbott has officially directed Family and Protective Services to begin investigating all trans children in Texas and prosecuting their parents as child abusers. He also instructed all teachers, doctors and caregivers to begin reporting any trans students they see. Um, I kind of wanted to know, um, of course, I also saw this retweeted by Gabrielle Union, Mm -hmm. who we know is with Dwayne Wade and Zia Wade. She has been in full support of Zaya's transition, however she sees fit in, in her life, even though she is under the age of 18. Correct. I wanted to know, uh, psychologically, where a parent can be in terms, if they're in Texas and they realize that their children don't feel comfortable in their bodies, but now law is getting involved, how do you show up for your child in this and, and kind of walk them through still being comfortable in their own skin while also facing this Godforsaken place of Texas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a very loaded and heavy Yes, very loaded. Question. Very loaded. I would say um, to me, because I am a parent as well, two okay. under two, highly do not recommend at all. <laughs> but I love my kids.
3: How do you have the conversation then with identity and sexuality with them?
1: Um, it's, again, it's has, having an open door policy and being as mm. honest as possible and trying to understand, Right. Because a lot of time the older generation is not going to uh, to understand what's going on with us now, right? Mm-hmm. So if I were to go to my mom and, and and I was saying that um I'm I'm poly now or I want to identify as as a different gender, she would never understand that. Mm. But the key is not under is is not to agree, right? Because a lot of times we try to to get others to agree with, with what? what we're doing. If is is it right or wrong? the the key is to understand. I can understand why you feel this way. I can understand how being in this body may not feel humane or authentic to who you really are, mm-hmm. right? So it's having that compassion and that understanding, and that alone should take care of everything else.
3: Well, I can tell you a therapist. Now it's about understanding. It's not finding a right or wrong. It's about understanding where they're coming from. Yeah. No, but 100%. Now you got me wanting to think. Now I'm like, Ooh, baby daddy drama people with kids.
2: <laughs> I just have so many questions when I think about couples therapy because like, you know, um, didn't it didn't come out on Showtime or Amazon Prime or something. There's a new am- couple therapy show and it went crazy. Yeah. Like it's just so interesting to delve into like a people's different relationships.
3: So I'm excited Oh wow. Yes. It.
2: Nice. Like I'm it's really it's it. so crazy to watch other people and like we judge other people's relationships so much. That could never be me. Da, 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 da. I've been that girl too. You know, like I'm never gonna let a nigga do this and I'd be right there. All <laughs> my credit. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but like, where what's the T of the T? Like, what is the craziest shit you feel like you've seen happen in therapy to where you were like, oh my God. Like you felt like you were on Jerry Springer.
1: Oh. Oh. Um <laughs> I had a polycuffle which I've started working with poly couples. I wanted at, to ask you what,
2: what was better as success rates. But well, go ahead.
1: At, at the start of the pandemic, because, you know, a lot of people were were stuck in my the house.
4: Ah. Right? And they're like,
1: I don't like you. I don't know you. Like, this relationship is not working because we no longer have that eight-hour break of going to work yep. and then coming back home. So on average, couples that have children only spend 10% of their time together.
3: Oh, right? yeah. We spend more time with our coworkers then a lot of That's times the people that we live with, babies are so smart because exactly not only Shout pandemic babies, but I think that outside of poly couples, a lot of people realize how much they really don't like each other. Yes. because they didn't have a break from each other.
1: Correct.
3: So what happened with this poly couple?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was a tr- so there's been a trend lately that I've been seeing uh-huh. from people requesting con- cons- consultation before signing on for therapy. So they were in a monogamous relationship, right? Four years in, the man comes and now wants a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, and she is freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like I never agreed to this. This was never you. Now why that change? They did. They do. Okay. However, he wants to be the only one that is allowed to ah, have. All right. other so he partners. he wants
3: to be man, polygamous.
1: There you go. One hundred percent. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which is
3: which is when the man can have all the multiple partners, but each woman it it only serves him. Now, were you, I got introduced to, I, I got asked to be a part of that. <laughs> were you like, like no, nigga.
2: trying to be on her team a little? Like, hey, like polyam, like you both should be open or how did it work out?
1: So my job is to help facilitate the conversation. Right. So as a couples therapist, we're not a referee. My job is to help you and educate you with the skill sets needed so you can function effectively in your relationship. So I will lo- look at your communication skills because most couples cannot communicate. Your conflict man- man- management Um, the level of passion and romance and also Mm -hmm. the level of friendship. So a lot of times, well, I'll ask you guys this question, right? What percentage of differences must be solved in a relationship in order for it to be happy and healthy?
3: Isn't it that 80-20?
1: So you're saying you need to solve 80%.
3: I would, well... Differences? I don't don't really know how... I mean, based on the logic that, like, no person is ever going to come in and be perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, oftentimes... Even in a relationship, 80% of the relationship will be exactly what you want. 20% will not. There's going to be a compromise. Okay. Um, I do believe that no person is going to agree fully with you. But I think the idea of how you guys agree in terms of what you want out of a relationship for it
1: to work should be
3: more than 50%. Okay.
1: It's a great hypothesis.
3: I mean, you know, come on, sign. There's a right answer? Of course there is. Man, no, I don't believe there is. Not when it's percentages and shit. Oh, trust me. Just, just give me a second. I need give to know who, who were the test uh, people for this?
1: Ooh. I, can't I need to know that in
3: that. what location, <laughs> what demographic, what Good age range. Not point. no niggas. You Real know point. what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I think for me,
2: uh, I'm really not sure if I could answer like percentages, but the one thing I've learned that successful in successful relationships, mm-hmm. and I also consider successful relationships some that I broke up from, right? Or like we grew apart, are the ones where we understood love languages. And I know that's a very like basic cliche thing to say but I'm a very needy person in terms of affection sometimes.
1: Don't call yourself needy.
2: I'm the only child. Okay,
1: so I like affection. There's nothing wrong with that. I think I need more than the average person,
2: From a partner. Okay. Like, I like a lot of independence if it's work or like friendships, but like from a partner, I do think I need more than the average. Can person. I ask
3: you why you're asking her not to use the word needy?
1: Because the word it. needy has a net ne- negative. negative connotation. It's not the first as, therapist that says As that if it's me, something actually. wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. My first love language is physical touch. So if my wife goes all day without touching me, we have a problem, right? Mm. Like, you didn't love me today. Like, what's going on? Did something change? Like, (laughs) I I need to understand what happened. Like, you passed by me, like, five times. You better brush up on me, me. (laughs) man. Right? So there's nothing needy about that. That's just what you need for your cup to be filled.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I
1: thought in that moment, oh, my God, we've summoned something from this
0: board. This and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Dw Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But um
1: to get back to the question What's the percentage? The right answer is 31%.
0: That's it.
1: You only no need to way. solve 31% of your differences because only 31% can be solved. Toxic Can relation- I
3: t- can I tell you why I disagree? Why? And this is why these niggas cheating. Cause the other the other six to nine percent. You leaving out to where, okay, the, the same thing that you started the podcast with. Mm-hmm. If I come to you time and time again and tell you this is what I need and you don't give it to me because maybe only 31% of what my issues is is going to be resolved, this is why I'm going to step out. Like if, if it's only 31%, which is why I also said I believe it has to be more than 50. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm sitting here telling you there's three things I need you to change and out of those three things, you only change one. Okay. That's going to leave two things that you still just ain't even, you know what I mean?
1: So if I ask you that, I I don't want you to be an extrovert no more. I want you to become an introvert. Could you change that?
3: That sounds like you taking me out to strip club saying, I don't want you to be a stripper no more. Don't be a stripper. When you met me, this was me. To me, there's a difference between problem solution in a relationship and changing someone's whole being. And I believe that... That sounds like you, 100%. Cool. And, and to me, though, no, but I feel like that's the problem. I said When you date, you date the idea of what you want someone to be for you without acknowledging who that person is to begin with. Yes. Which is the problem why a lot of people show up with masks. Like, I may be someone who can't be monogamous, but I'm dating you. And because, fuck, I know you want me to be monogamous because this is what you want. I'm showing up with this mask of I'm going I'm to be in a monogamous relationship with you because I know it's what you want. So, no. You talking about introverted extrovert? I feel, I feel that like you I feel
2: like you thinking about something, and and this is no shade, because I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking about anything. I just shady, went. I, <laughs> no, just it's hear fine, for a but second. I'm saying
3: I read his Instagram page <laughs> and went through his memes.
2: Just hear me like for it. a second. I think if you're down, because I'm down,
4: mm-hmm.
2: or anybody else in the room, I think it'd be really cool if we could maybe talk about one issue in a relationship currently in or failed in, and maybe
3: you give With us
1: my perspective on it. Yeah, yeah.
3: Are you down for that? I mean, I guess. I did have some scenarios for the hors d'oeuvre. So I guess we could just go through those. Okay. Or you you say yours. No, no, no. Go ahead through that loud bitch. Go ahead and say yours. No, go through that line. We could talk about it during the horrible decision. Okay. Um, The hors d'oeuvre, I didn't want to do a sex tip, but that's actually what I did have. I had scenarios written down um, where if you could give an idea. Um, and this may or may not be something that anyone in the room has gone through or a listener as well. Um, But here's a scenario. He cheated on me and I took him back. But every time we have sex, I feel betrayed.
1: Oh, 100. I
3: feel like it's ruining how we enjoy each other. What is the tip you would give a woman that took their partner back after they cheated and now can't get past the fact that What's the percentage of men?
2: Because I keep saying woman too, and you just said woman. I feel like niggas be cheating. But what's the percentage of what you've been seeing? Is it 90-10?
1: No. So in terms of cheating, um, 30% of black men will engage in... in in infidelity and 10% of black women. However, when, I think you just thrown these numbers out at this point. Not at all. No, you didn't. Not yeah. at all. However, I need to see within pool. a marriage, after, after, <laughs> after being married, a woman thinks about cheating two to four years in, while wow, it will take a man about four to six years. Months. Oh. Four to six years <laughs> <laughs> before ever thinking of cheating. So with, with this scenario, what, 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 what most people don't... No, it's facts.
2: Four to six years before a man thinks about cheating? Correct. I don't know where you got before before it, a woman with, not with not to
1: put More Four to six years birth before a man would even consider infidelity.
2: And where do they live? Is it in a that's box? A, that's they live the in old? Idaho where there ain't many no options. no way. Maybe we fuck a different type. Let me ask this question then, that I think might be even more helpful. Is there a demographic, not race or ethnicity, of income, of... That I don't know. Career? No, I'm saying. Yeah. Just from what you could gauge. Not like a hard fact, but have you noticed certain careers maybe have changed that? Maybe certain tax brackets have changed that um, as far as where they live geographically. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed a difference in fidelity?
1: I, w- I would say that infidelity tends to be more prominent once you start to have more success. And you have more access.
2: But them niggas busier. So how the fuck they get more <laughs> pussy?
1: Um, secretaries. <laughs> people that you're de- dealing with. Again, like you you spend more time at work than you do at home. Uh-huh. And if you're traveling consistently. That's why them work and, wives and, and work husbands exactly. better be careful. Exactly. There's a little bit more
2: in that casserole than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a work husband that I would have really Mine was hot though.
3: But it didn't eat pussy. That's probably why. <laughs> that's why you ain't fucking because he didn't eat pussy? Maybe. Because he told you, you were considering him.
2: fucking him. He's gorgeous. But like, no, I wasn't. I got brother and sisterly. But if I would have seen him on the street, I would have fucked him. Yes.
1: And back to this question, right? Yeah. So when when you're cheated on, uh-huh. it's basically you show the same symptoms as someone that has been at war, at war for three years. So you experience a high level of PTSD symptoms.
2: Let me text one. Right. You so
1: the, the fact that now when she's being intimate... That's all she's thinking about is those... Is him laying up with another person. Yes. is those PTSD symptoms that she's experiencing and it can last up to five years.
3: Why You got the three years. Wait, cheating can last up to five years?
1: The PTSD symptoms can last up to five years. For cheating? Yes.
3: So then, if that's something that we discuss in therapy and it's supposed to be something I'm working through, is... Is he supposed to just put up with the fact that? Yes. He's just supposed to put up with the fact that every time we argue, I'm gonna throw this other bitch in his face that he cheated on, and we are like gotta it that shit. So to me, that's not fair. You're gonna be like, "Damn, baby, I like, like your nails. Well, what kind does she have?" But bitch? you can't that's put a time
1: fair. frame on healing. Everybody's that process list. is different. So, so day five, I'm I might not throw it in your face, but day 12, you might catch a shoe, right? Because at Um, times...
3: We we don't condone violence over here.
1: (laughs) Throwing the shoe is
3: domestic violence.
1: Agreed, agreed. Don't throw
3: no shoes, bitch. I don't hit niggas, but I think it might be better than
2: some of the shit i be saying. (laughs) Because i be wilding
1: out. Contempt. The biggest predictor of of divorce with a 97% accuracy. These numbers.
3: Talk some more. Tell me.
1: So contempt is one of the four horsemen, right? Contempt talk... What is contempt? Contempt is... Contempt the court. (laughs) <laughs> is basically when you're belitt- belittling your partner. You'd be nothing without me. You are you ain't this, you ain't that. Ev- everything you have is because of... Now, how long are we allowed to beat complex? them up?
2: Like, I think about a relationship I had where he and she don't be that bad. But um, when I first moved to New York, we were dating and he cheated. And I remember I was so hurt about it because it was someone I had been around. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't cool. So I really shouldn't have been mad at that bitch. But... I was just like, you're disgusting. How fucking, uh, what was this, something I said to him? I called him lazy. I was like, you could have fucked any bitch on the planet. I was like, but you had to do that because you're a filthy, grimy, bum-ass nigga. And then I typed it up, emailed it. I was just like, uh, uh, uh. Now, we started trying to date again, and he would say that he felt like he just deserved this punishment for me. The older I get, I don't think that's fair. Where, at what point... Does someone have to take ownership and like, OK, if I'm going to, quote unquote, heal, I shouldn't be talking to you like this. But then again, it's my PTSD.
1: Well. That does not give you an excuse to barrage a person, right? P-p-p- PTSD means that he might be texting you like, who are you texting? Who are you talking to? Mm. Or when he goes out, I need your location because right now I can't trust you to remain faithful to me. Do
2: you tell people do that? Like put locations in your relationship? shit?
1: It, again, I, I I don't tell people what to do, but I facilitate the conversation. Meaning, what boundaries are you willing to put in place to safeguard the relationship and re earn their trust? So I've had a lot of people say, No, I want your location. I want your password to your phone. Matter of fact, I want to share a phone with you. Now, what? you do the crime. Share you a must phone. Do the time. Oh, yes.
3: Share a phone. Yes. Hold on, wait a weekend. Another phone. Hold on, bitch, <laughs> just to share. And we can play Snake I'm on I'm saying is it it's a Google voice. I don't understand what the fuck is shared phone.
4: You're sharing your age, Snake. I
3: mean, I am sharing my age Because I'm going to tell you right now,
2: if I'm going to try to shit in my home, girls, and your mama calls, she getting ignored. It's giving landline. <laughs> That's the
3: only phone. Damn, the I'm fun. really showing my age now because don't nobody have landline no more. Hold on, is that but a But you can
1: on sign on on, 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 <laughs> on an iPad and get everything that's on the phone.
3: Get right? out of here! Actually no because I will I don't uh merge any of my well, he thought that's
2: the way to do this.
1: If you insane, cheated and, and your partner said I don't trust you and the way to re-earn my trust is that there can be no barrier to me knowing anything that's okay, going so on. Okay, so let in me ask life. you a question,
2: right? Mm-hmm. You must have fucked my goddamn sister. If I No, to wait, because what? to that? me like
3: it's its own. And I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird because we we, we went through that? all of this conversation regarding cheating mm-hmm. without really defining how cheating can mean, so many different things. And it just thought of me wait, when you're talking about sharing a phone. In a group chat, the way we all share Big Sean's dick, Nelly dick, Lil Fizz dick, all the dicks that be popping up and that be leaked and shit. If that's in a group chat with me and my homegirls, there's no men in this thread. But a lot of men can view looking at other people's dicks or liking other pictures as cheating. Is cheating. What, thing, what, what has been something that was minute to you, very small to you, they bring it to therapy that they felt cheated or betrayed, but it had nothing to do with se- After that, we should finish what happened with the poly couple too.
1: because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we need to get to that. But um, that's the, a good one. smallest thing that, that I saw, that someone defined as cheating. Yes. Um, um, I, I don't know.
2: Looking at someone in the street, like liking pictures. I was about to
3: say liking pictures has there been you go. a big
1: thing. Social media. Social media. Social media, man. Like currently, I think, um, 50% of of affairs are online affairs right now. Without sex. Wait, wait. I don't elaborate. Start, meaning that They it, swipe it, in? It starts online. Like, mm. we're exchanging DMs, we're exchanging messages, we're commenting and eventually Hey, Ed, and you're nodding your head a little per- too
3: strong over there.
1: <laughs> you
4: know what it is? Uh, is? Uh, micro-cheating is something I've heard of before. What is micro-cheating? Where it's like maybe you start, again, liking people's pictures or girls' pictures to kind of send a message without really sending a message. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That-
3: now, I see, get I, it. I really, did I you like, suck a dick, like, dick or not? You're I not, like people's <laughs> pictures without wanting to <laughs> send a message that I want to suck their I'm dick. I'm you, yeah, I but like niggas, you know what niggas be doing, so exactly. they do it to us uh, three a.m.
1: Right. Oh, no, no, no. no. See, if you
3: go back to 2017 and like pictures, I know what it means. Exactly. But if <laughs> I just posted a few pictures and you like, actually
4: more. Than remember back when there was no DM. Do you know
2: how much men do this, by the way? That I didn't, I didn't even peep it. And one of my homegirls was like, "He must have a bitch." A dude.
4: Athlete, people it,
2: know him, but he's no LeBron, but he's not someone you wouldn't know in the street. Not 3 a.m., late night, all down my shit. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, right? Mad like Mad Likes. Right, right, right? So then we're DMing yeah. a little bit, get to a text message, tell my friend about it in the morning. I'm like, did she like like 100 pics? She was like, what? He did?
1: That's a lot. you shooting a shot. They were yeah.
2: gone in the morning.
1: Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, nah,
3: he pet. That's,
1: that's trash. Weird. No, yeah.
2: that is true. That nigga got a bitch. And he knows yeah. I did this to get your attention. Oh, I stopped talking to him quick. But to me, I was like, I didn't even peep it. You basically are just doing this whole thing where you like, like, like to where someone is now engaging. They see you on your dick and you're like, right. all right, the bitch saw me now. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. That's petty, <laughs> that's nasty, wild. but men
4: fucking do it. But it's a be, real That being thing. said, in a previous relationship of mine, I definitely got in trouble for liking pictures.
3: To me then, that's an insecurity. What kind of, your partner? I don't, were they bitches you wild. used to fuck?
4: No, but she was. She granted, she was in a bikini.
3: But did you know the girl People like naked? Yeah,
4: I knew her. Yeah, it wasn't. But it was. I people's trauma different. That's why. Was it a fire emoji?
2: Because niggas be leaving the. Fu- it that was just be, a. It was that's just a, a unisex.
4: Light. A regular.
1: You want to fuck
2: me, but the outfit could be good at the same time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a People's yeah. trauma are different, so their True. definition of cheating might differ from yours based on their experiences growing up.
2: What you and your wife be fighting about? Is that your wife? No. <laughs> oh, I know, girl. My she girl. said, "Bitch." <laughs> so, what you and your wife be fighting about?
1: Um, currently we have a twelve-week-old and a two-year-old. Oh, so <laughs> that's a, that's all you had to say. Yes, yeah. you can stop there. Basically.
3: Okay, we got goddamn kids. No. Are you <laughs> getting up and changing
1: diapers? One hundred percent. Good. I got the night shift, and she has the day shift.
3: Well, where the hell you
2: at during the day? Doing some recording sessions. podcasts.
1: Duh. <laughs> With no. the hard business Make, and... <laughs> Making that money.
2: Oh, wait, hey, the poly y'all. couple. Yeah. You were we were talking about the craziest thing that's happened.
1: Yeah, so they had a threesome. Together. Yes. Okay. And in the middle of the threesome oh. she went ballistic. And she attacked the other girl. Stop. Cops were called and etc
2: you know what? How the, did you keep your face together? That's what I want to know.
1: He's a did professional, damn it.
2: Who and me? say, let me pull up a document.
1: No, 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 no. I'm, Imagine me 100% of the time, right? Sometimes I might have a rankly shirt on or whatever the case may be because I work from home. It's my session.
3: Can I ask you, did you, was that a suggestion at all that you made? So you, no. wait, because you said they were together four or five years. He wanted to change into being poly. This was something that she clearly was like, nigga, now you change it I'm up. She clearly wasn't into it. it. And so was this something to where they discussed or brought him to therapy that she was willing to do this for him and it wasn't something she wanted to do? I just wanted to know how, because you already kind of preface that, timeline, that she wasn't comfortable
1: with the idea of poly. Correct. So we had a consultation call, right? So they never signed on to therapy. It's after the threesome happened is when like, no, they man, came they to therapy. therapy. So on average, couples wait six years too late before coming to therapy right uh-huh. so by that time period there's been six years of tax toxicity that we must now overcome as quickly as possible which is why a lot of couples will will, will sign on for marathon sessions which is one day six hours oh we're just working
2: so they tried to get do you remember oh. Mandy and I did therapy together and he was like you guys should do a couples retreat do you remember that one
3: mm-hmm. the Dominican guy? And he was like, "You guys should go away." I ain't listening to a lot. He said because that nigga started pulling up diagrams of the brain. I said, "This ain't the type of therapist I want." I love that type of therapy. I, hated him. So I wanted the black woman again.
2: I, basically, what he the he type of the sign therapy sign. he does. He was like, "It's something that and it made sense." He was like, "You're do you're triggering each other in a certain way, and it, you get into fight or flight. If like Mandy says a certain thing to me, I say a certain thing to her. He's like, at some point, your brain is shutting off because you get triggered, right? Yes. So I like it's so, right." Like if she says one thing to me, I'm done. I'm not going to hear it, which it makes sense because a lot of couple like I've had that problem in relationships. But anyway, he was like, you guys should do a retreat, go away, whatever. Do you find that marathon therapy is effective versus building over time?
1: Depending on how bad the relationship is, I would recommend a marathon session. Right. Can you so, explain what a marathon session is? So it's basically in. So each session is 90 minutes long, right? Weekly. But instead of doing that, we just meet for one weekend and we work for up to six hours. Oh, a day. Correct. Oh. And we just get busy. Like, we we go through the program as quickly as possible. Are they
2: together, like, in the same room? Yes. Oh, no.
1: And also, they wear a false oximeter on their finger, right? Because it will help you identify when you are triggered and when you are He's doing
3: a
2: damn lie detector.
1: So, for you guys, right, I wish I had... Two of them with me because I would have you worry. Oh hell to no! To see exactly yeah. what sets you guys off.
2: I would love to know that because yeah. sometimes that I think I know what makes me upset, but I don't know. Yeah, you know, like you could have a past memory that maybe makes you upset, or it could be a bad day, or like another criticism. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So at that time period, right? So for for the women, if your heart rate surpasses eighty beats, that means that you're currently flooded and should take a twenty minute break where you're doing something else that's not related to the fight. Very Bigger, For men, it's a hundred.
3: Would so, it work with my acrylic nail? Does it work, when you're, oh, yeah. does it work my, when you're horny? <laughs> Listen, during COVID, <laughs> when I had to go and I was trying to check, uh-huh. I guess, my oxygen levels, it wouldn't get, I could never do it with my acrylic really? Nails. Yeah. Are nail. Really? Hold a you going black and white? I've been that's doing cute. this for a long time. It's a time. fire, by the way. Thank you. So wait,
2: you put the finger,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you put the, uh, they put the thing on your finger. Does it work when you're horny? Is it just
1: like, have you tried it the other way? <laughs> No, but I'm gonna try it now. Fuck it to see I'll my heart. Break rate. up
3: the new baby. Should be like let's do some nasty shit. <laughs> this shit for my job, yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that you said in the beginning of this podcast, um, which I actually did want to talk to talk about uh-huh. because, uh, my mother as well as my friends have gone through it. You said the only couple that you suggested should break up was when one of the partners was a
1: narcissist. 100%.
3: And so I've recently been having this conversation because narcissism is one of the only things that have, there's not really anything you could do if you're dating a narcissist. There's no medication. A lot of times therapy won't get them past being a narcissist. And so if their narcissism is truly affecting the relationship, you shouldn't be in it. So my question to you is then, where, what should someone do if they do want to work through being with someone who is a narcissist, be, instead of breaking up. And I'm saying that because... My
1: heart rate is going up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> with discussing narcissism. I uh-huh. know, because a lot of the things that they do in a relationship, again, the way they talk down to you, the way they they may treat you, the way may, they may ostracize and make you feel belittled, has really little to do with you, but a lot more to do with their narcissism. Mm-hmm. And so if you just went straight to you shouldn't be with this person, what would you tell someone who is trying to be with a narcissist? Yes.
1: I would tell them this. Which part of yourself is predisposed to date a narcissist? And wh- and what is it about yourself that has led you to believe that you deserve this treatment? Ooh. I need you to answer those two questions. And that alone should help you make the best decision possible.
2: When do you oh. think that the narcissism is too much? I feel like we all have it somewhere.
1: So, um... Eighty percent of males showcase narcissistic tendencies, especially with social media nowadays. Right, but a tendency is way
3: them. different than a certified, diagnosed narcissist. Oh yes, when you're diagnosed as a narcissist, what do you mean diagnosed? You can I be told di- you. No, you can. No, I, like literally, this is something that I've like in my current life. I've been dealing with friends who. Here's the thing, too. Right, I'm not a mother, and I'm not a wife. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I'm not a fiance. I haven't had a partner live with me. So in terms of my friends who vent to me about their relationships, a lot of times they excuse the behavior and say, well, this is a compromise that I make because this is what a relationship takes. And it doesn't take until sometimes a few years oh shit, for them to realize that this person is never going to change and that it had nothing to do with compromise. It had a lot more to do with them trying to see the best in this person and they're never going to get that person to change.
1: It usually takes about four to seven years.
3: Wait, but what's I gotta do with what you're saying? Your friend or they—they—they d- they, they, they were diagnosed narcissist. Now, like he said, most men have have narcissistic tendencies. You but how that? do you how do you get diagnosed? You get diagnosed or... when you start going to therapy? Do do? There's can you can you share some traits of a diagnosis? I feel therapy? a lot better about my shit in therapy
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go, so,
3: what what is a diagnosed uh, narcissist in comparison to someone who just may see highly of themselves? There's a difference.
1: Yeah, so actually like um, I'm, tr- I'm in the process of doing a lot of research on nar- narcissism because I've had a lot of female clients that have dealt with narcissists and they have to rebuild a whole new life and a whole new identity just to heal from what they have experienced. That's some trauma. <laughs> yes. So a narcissist is someone who believes that they're never wrong. They have a grandiose um, view of themselves. Like you should be lucky. Too much dip on your chip. Exactly. You should be lucky to be with me. Right? It's all it's all it's all about them. It's how can you serve me and what can you do for me? And if you're no longer doing that, I will discard of you. I will mm-hmm. use criticism and contempt to control yes. you and to mold you into who I want you to become because that's what benefits me. Which my literalist definition for narcissism, good enough.
2: if I had to think of it, is that like they can never learn. Basically. They can't. Like they can, it's it's like, and, and it could be work, it could be a friend and you're like, oh my God. And you're trying and they just know more. And like,
1: they're very successful in life because in order to be successful, right? You need to have this tunnel vision of wanting to be the best. And so, and the society is built where the best is the one that's rewarded.
0: You know, so we're creating a lot of narcissists. Film.
2: I recently tweeted about this Because it was really surprising me Like I I work for someone That's not a narcissist But like really, um, really smart Really rich and super successful And one of the things that continues To blow my mind about him No matter how many articles Fucking millions and millions of dollars Like he's so like chest out When he tells you he doesn't know something He could be on a call And he's like I have no idea like what this is, but, um, you know, on my team, I have Wheezy and uh, she'll get into that with you. And I don't even know if that's the mark. like, Oh, I don't know what this is, but this is who does. Like, I'm going to build it around me. And that to me is when you really get to learn someone that's like, you could either be a master of none or a jack of all trades. And you got to like build that out. And in relationships now I've tried to literally do that with friendships, right? Like, I've had troubles in uh, my relationship where old babe, right? My partner will be like, every time you talk to so-and-so you come back to me and you're like fucking crazy, wild, like ghetto bitch energy. Like you want to fight me, bro? Like what the fuck? And he's like, you need to start hanging with so-and-so more. I'm like, you know what? My homegirl got way too much trauma and then I call her mad about you. I do need to talk to someone that's level-headed. And it's like, I've tried to place who I come to for advice now with that. And like, In every aspect, like, we can't know it all. And I think with relationships, especially, like, because you were just saying your friend, you cannot go to one person and be offloading and emotionally dumping. Because all we going to do is hate that nigga,
3: bitch. And every time you call me, I'm going to be like, told you! (laughs) Oh, yeah, I I done told... I don't want to see him. Don't bring him around me. Because if you're going to sit here... uh, Here's the thing, too. Again, I broke up with my nigga a whole lot of times before I fully broke up with him. And a lot of my friends, unfortunately... He was around us. And so they take in the hate we may have for him one day. And now the next day, nah, bitch, I love that nigga, <laughs> And I, I think that that has to do a lot more with just the oversharing of women. We overshare a lot of things, yes. which is also, but to be fair, I sat on this pod for a whole year and talked about how perfect my nigga was and bitches ain't like that shit either. So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, maybe you just shouldn't share <laughs> anything about your nigga because- They're going to come in and and, and be your night in shining arbor, And then they're going to be the motherfucking joker and fucking kill your heart, your soul, your spirit. And your friends just have to be there to uplift you. Welcome
2: to love, girl. (laughs) I hate it.
3: (laughs) I I hate it. (laughs) I told.
2: I tried to tell you. It's awful. But relationships are easy. Bro, I'd be like this. No,
3: they're not.
1: When I'm like your mom, I'm like, oh,
3: it's the fucking best.
1: Do you know how to (laughs) communicate?
3: You know what's crazy? Um,
1: Can I test you?
3: Well, please,
1: please. Offline, offline. Oh,
3: offline. offline. You could test me. You know what's crazy, though? I literally uh, recently said in in another podcast that the number one thing that I need in a relationship is communication. Mm -hmm. But the communication to where that that was why I left my partner, because there was a lot of times. And mind you, I am. I'm not the one. and, And I don't like when people do this. A lot of people will do things just to see how you respond to shit. Right. A lot of people like to test their partners, their friends, just to see, oh, well, let me see what happens if. Me? No. I'm going to tell you exactly what I want. So when it came to my birthday, I told him exactly what I wanted and what I didn't want. You know what he did? Gave me exactly what I didn't want. It's a big and, and that that should have been a big red flag because the nigga didn't show up. How I told him exactly what I want for Valentine's Day. He didn't show up. He gave me just the bare minimum. I was like, nigga, I could get the bare minimum from these millionaire niggas that are in my flowers. What Was it flowers? Like-
1: he didn't get your flowers?
3: He did give me flowers, okay. but they were so ugly I threw them bitches in the garbage. Oh wow. So much so I canceled his motherfucking Valentine's wait, Day. Wait, gift. wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait. I ain't like
3: them <laughs> I ain't like the flowers he gave me, so that's why we broke up. Wait. I reason. threw him in the garbage. There's no, no way. No, but it was because he didn't listen. My nigga, not there, only that, no I know. I, I swear to God. But it's because I realized the <laughs> trend show up for you. Well, no, and it was it was the trend though. There you Every go. time I tell you what matters to me, mm-hmm. you show up. In a way that to me now, there's no way you give a fuck about what matters to me. And if we're going to continue this, this thing of disappointment, which is what it was, because also I don't ask for much. It's not like I'm showing up how I did seven years ago, where not only do I want good dick, not only do I need attention, not only do I want to be taken out. You have to pay my bills because I don't have it. Were they carnations? They were just, bro, they, it looked like funeral flowers, my nigga. And then this nigga tried it, right? So we on the phone. Here's how this nigga tried to gaslight me. He was like, I picked. Each flower out specifically, wow. and they actually really cost a lot. And here I go. You know how you say you say things to hurt a nigga feelings? I'm just too honest. So I told him. I said, "How much they cost? I'll cash up you the money right now. Wow. You can have it back. I don't give a fuck how much you spent. Oh, it was They're done. ugly. But wait, 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 done. wait. They're ugly. But
2: if you ask for flowers, I'm not trying to be petty. Like I'm yeah. just trying to say. I feel like if my homeboy called me and told me this, because it's always anytime my homeboy told me something, and I talk to their bitch after. I would be like, nigga, you left that out. If my homeboy called me and yep. was like, yo, all she wanted was flowers, I fucking went to the floors, I got
3: them. Then she said they were ugly, she threw them out. I'd be like, yo, she's a fucking bitch. You ain't see the flowers. Because <laughs> when, when when my friends see it, hold on, mind you, what made it worse too? No, he see this he shit, hand-delivered bro. them to my house knowing I wasn't home. So they were left on it's my like door. Surprise. Bitch, you could have had a floors. They didn't even come in a fucking vase. So I'm like you leave them on my door they're in the plastic and all that and I'm just like mind you I looked at them bitches
4: I want to see them so bad
3: I I don't know if Bro, I would be mad exactly. Oh you know I got a it picture was
1: the final straw.
3: You know what and I didn't ask for specific flowers however again not listening because he didn't give me my favorite flowers one time he fucked up He knew What's my your favorite flower? flowers some oh, flowers Okay
4: okay There you
3: go So the fact that you got me everything that goes in a funeral Let's arrangement, this, Mandy. except for... Because now I'm kind of not... I, the, I think and, that is a responsibility. You, know you guys are missing
1: the point, because no, I agree with do, you. You
3: understand what the point is? Yes. Here's the point, it's not even the flowers. The point is, this was now probably the fourth time I had specifically said something that mattered to me and what I wanted. And instead right. of just Listening to me. You were
4: like, I like red, I like, he I like red. Near, he brings yellow he did everything da- else. He
3: did damn near the opposite. Okay. To where I I, I took it as there's no way you love me like you say you love me. And there's there's no, no way you, you want to be in a relationship me. with it me. Because it's so effort. Because yes. it was the effort. But I do need to see the flowers. So, bro, I'm then, about to show you the flowers. I, 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 and, I, I, and, I, I, and you're about to be like, ah, You okay.
4: really? I get it though. Because you know,
3: because they say we do anything to disagree. I'm going to be as honest as I can. Please be honest, but also, you know what else sucked? These bitches didn't even come with motherfucking flower food. I said, "There ain't even flower food." Oh, the card. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, the card so was the card was great, handwritten. Okay. He said he loved me. I inspired yeah.
4: him. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Uh, dog,
3: dog,
1: bro. Nah, that's Mandy right there. Day. Hold on, bro. and we live in
3: motherfucking New York City, where flowers is on every corner on Valentine's Day, my nigga.
1: Yeah, uh, that's bad. Okay. That's bad. That's bad.
3: Are they alive? Right. <laughs> That's why I said there was not even flower food. He was like, they're going to blossom once you put it." in the Did he blood. pick them like two weeks ago? <laughs> they about to blossom. You remember meet the parents when he brought the pot with the No, eggs. That,
1: that is a thing, though. That is a thing, by the way. It yeah. looked like that, that, that was the last second day. No, you see
3: it. the awful opula- It probably wasn't It's second everything it's but a sunflower. It's daisies. It's one rose. It's baby's breath. Whatever the fuck they call him, little nah, shit. I can't give no baby <laughs> breath. And she just go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back.
1: Uh, uh, you feel me? Yeah, but but you
3: get what I mean? Yeah. It's not even the flowers. It's the fact that you don't listen. And, and that, to me, pattern. is a
1: part of communication. But correct. And he doesn't know you. Because if you knew me, you'd know what I like. You would know what would speak to me on Valentine's Day. But you also, nigga, you could have asked
3: that. my doorman for the key and went ahead and put a whole bunch of petals in the, on the I, goddamn I, I, the floor. That's
2: the only thing I will say. I actually, like, if I came home and I saw a card and flowers there, like, you left them for me because you know I was coming home, I think that's sweet. Those flowers, no. Yeah. (laughs) But not only
3: that, not only that, so so you also dropped them off knowing I wasn't going to be home. Nigga, you could have waited till a I got shit home until you gave them fish Let me tell you, you know what it I mean? it's funny you were yelling it, about was no flowers. Flip, none of that it shit. It was some
2: months back we had this episode in Old Bay Files. The Christmas gift you all like? You oh, didn't yeah. Like, oh, that's <laughs> that You guys don't like a lot of gifts, And <laughs> huh? I, I couldn't no, even say that because there was Yvonne and <laughs> she's like, what do you say to high fashion? Like, oh, I'm supposed to be ungrateful for this $600. Oh, yeah, anyway. my
3: homegirl just returned a $300 perfume that she got for Valentine's Day because she was like, this shit does not smell good. I'm not going to wear it. That, but it's $300, it was a bond. But it was our That's first right. gift. But the flower
2: thing, we had a real conversation that we moved past from that I was so happy about. He would give me flowers when he fucked up. And I love flowers. I buy them for myself. Love to buy them for friends. But like now it was getting to the point where I was like, oh my God, I'm tired of it. I was getting my hair braided. I had a really bad night with him yelling at this nigga. And really my only issue, and I've talked about it for years on this podcast, he's in his 40s. He's in an open relationship with me that I've been in with other people. So I feel like I do them decent. He's very nervous of thinking that being open will mean that I'll be angry. So he'd rather just go to sleep, you know, whatever, go to the club, not even fucking a bitch, just not tell me. Because he doesn't want me to think that he's out doing these things. For Mm. whatever reason. And even when he's not doing shit, like it it drives me insane. I've run into him with his homeboys. Nigga wasn't with a bitch or anything. And I'm like, Why did you act like he was home? Nigga just say you out. But long story short, he will send flowers. Not just any flowers. He's lit. So he'll send the best. And I'm getting my hair braided. Shout out to Shay. And she's like, oh my God. I'm like, bitch, I'm I'm sorry I fucked up flowers. And I'm so tired of the. I'm sorry, flowers. Get me flowers. You guys are saying
1: the same thing right now.
2: Oh, I know. But it's just well, no. I mean, hers was a gift. No, mine okay, no, no, but no, no,
1: no. Well, no, mine was just so, the part
3: the, of listening. Like the it wasn't even the flowers at oh, all. Hold on, hold hold on, hold it wasn't the flowers. When I want the flowers. Oh, right. So it's shit. the same shit. So, Give me a bag. So it it has number, nothing to do with, with whether the flowers are nice or not. It's the fact exactly. that nigga, you don't listen. You don't respect. At that point, then I, 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 I might need a break from you. I turned it into. I turned it into respect. I turned it into. There's no way these actions even match oh, your words. There's like you know what I mean. It was just way too much. There was just like. Not the same You're word.
1: You're missing another word, right? Talk what's the word? So the therapist's brain is working right well, now. Well, what is right? it? What, what I'm hearing is that the number one thing that a woman looks for in the men is trustworthiness. Cannot trust you. Are you going to do the things that you say you're going to do? Are you going to show up for me when I need you to show up for me? Are you going to do what you say you were going to do?
3: I mean, he didn't say he was going to do nothing, but I'm telling you what to do and you don't do it. It, And it's interesting. I don't think it's trust I don't think of trust when I
2: think about that. Normally I don't. But in this, and I guess we're the whole male, but I guess in this particular case, I just felt so... I I felt embarrassed. There you go. You know what I mean? Because the first thing I want to do, and like, I hate to even say it like this because it sounds so juvenile, but like, you get nice flowers. It's 2022. I want to, oh my God, look at my babe got me. But I can't because it came from like you fucking up. You know what I'm saying? And I think that what's happening in my relationship is he just does these lavish things only when he fucks up. We do live a very nice life. You know what I'm saying? Like, we already do nice shit. It's not like I only go to dinner whenever, when something like that happens. But there's a volume of it when he fucks up. I have a great Yves Saint Laurent bag he bought me. That was a fuck up, but I'll take that one. <laughs> but other than that, I'll tie them goddamn flowers. And, you know, recently he sent some flowers and, you know, put Just to See You Smile in a song we like. But I was like, damn, bro. Uh, this is the first time you ever got me flowers that you weren't fucking up in almost 4
3: years. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how fucking crazy it is? I got floral PTSD, dog. Hey. <laughs> but, Clearly me too now. That's real. Right? Like I'm good. I don't
2: I well I guess <sighs> to to wrap it. What do you suggest men do? Listen. When they have fucked up, it because ain't hard. Initially, the first thing they want to feel better beat through. Listen. Kids. See what Massage. I mean? See what I mean? i trying to be funny.
1: Yeah.
2: What is, is doing in a grand gesture a bad thing?
1: Not when it's consistently being done after you fuck up. Because because now it's just, it, it doesn't mean much. To it me, that's gaslighting at that point. Mm. There you go. That's a form of gaslighting. Right. I'm almost it, hoping
2: that nigga fuck up so
1: I can get another That band. nigga
3: probably fuck up knowing it's only going to cost me flowers. <laughs> yeah, let
1: me go ahead and do this. Then. But to me, that's it <laughs> that they have a low emotional intelligence. Right. Because if you're emotionally intelligent and aware, you are aware of what your partner needs and how to not consist consistently fuck up. Mm. Right. Right. So one of the big biggest thing that women look for in a man or in a partner in in, in general is, are you able to be coachable? Right. If you get me flowers, but I don't like flowers and I like sunflowers instead, after telling you that one time, you should know that. Mm. because I've coached you enough to know what I like. But if you continue to give me everything, everything else for what I'm asking for, nigga, that's a major red flag.
2: Yep. People are going to be very mad that they can't hear you again on another uh, on your own podcast. <laughs> I think you really should make one.
1: Give me a contract. I'm here. first
2: of all said, Pay Suck. me, bitch. Goddamn
3: baby bitch. I've been here
1: 20 times, sat on every single chair here. Listen. Know every single person <laughs> that's here.
3: Okay. I've been whoa. trying to
1: get on this for years. Not For years. For years. Have oh, you hit us up? Um, unofficially. What's that mean? He liked all your pictures.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 well, I will tell you when I always think, this is and tell me if you feel the same, because obviously we've been podcasting so long. I think whenever I have a guest or I meet somebody or I'm around them and like, I feel like it's not enough. Like that day we did with Brianda. There's some other people, of course, we've talked to. And I was like, Tiana, the girl who had the the food all over her body. When I feel like someone needs more of them or I want to come back. That's when I'm like. Oh, they do need a podcast. You should make one. Have couples come on there. Black their face out. I would love that. Anonymous. Just do audio. It's cheaper. But we'll, you know, let's still do a good rate. But I'm telling you, I would love that shit. Make them be anonymous. Yeah. There's a podcast. I don't want to shout them out, but I'm going to shout them out anyway. That a lady doing my eyebrows told me about because she recognized me. She was like, oh, my God, you do horrible decisions. Well, I'm like this. I was like, yeah. She's like, there's a podcast called Other People's Lives. And I feel like you would love it. And it's a podcast with two white guys. And they take anonymous calls in for the most random shit. One of them was like, I was a sex slave for my grandfather. Um, I gained weight from food for sex. Uh, I was in an airplane crash. Like, random shit. You should do that with couples. But let them call in. It's some editing work. That shit gonna be lit.
3: Okay. I don't really want much, but 10%. Or or, or another one. And I want to shout out another podcast, too. Uh, It's called You Up. Shout out to Medina. She put me on to it. But it's a man and a woman. And they dissect the communication of text messages between two people. Oh, And a lot of times there's tone delivery that you don't pick up on. Right. There's things that could have been said that didn't get said. And so they're sent in and these two people dissect maybe where the conversation went left, where That's it could so have nice. went. Because a lot of times it's friendships, it's relationships. But you also
2: got to learn people's style. Like one of my niggas, sorry, I, I realized I just had I just disclaimer, one of my niggas. He says he knows I'm mad at him when I put a period at the end of shit.
4: Right. Punctuation. <laughs> okay. Punctuation is
2: important in text messaging. Right.
1: Attention.
2: Oh my God. And like, like he FaceTimed me once as BDD. He just called. He <laughs> he fucking FaceTimed me. He's like, what's up with you? I was like, nothing. I'm good. And he was like, oh, but you put a period at the end of that sentence. Have a great night. Really? He <laughs> was like, you'll do have a great night with exclamation point when you mean it. And I was like, damn, he really know my pussy and my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave someone on red.
1: <laughs> Oof, but, a, I, but, I have a,
3: but I do that a lot because I'm like working or something. Oh no! Nah.
4: But some people take that really personal.
3: Yeah, no, nah, I'll I'll read, it, I especially don't. depending on where where it's going. Like I leave people on read. I just disconnect from people quickly. Like all right, I think, or I'll tell them good night at four p.m. I think you, is- you're gonna have a real
1: <laughs> hard time dating.
3: Oh, I oh, oh well, god. Well, now right now no, I just don't have the time. No, to. not
1: not for the reason that you think because. No, knowing you and what I've seen and how I'm seeing you now, it's gonna take a very special man to be. Everyone able says that to to mm-hmm. deal with you. This is a very the depressing most productive thing
3: to hear. way. No, I already know, and no, I feel like it's not at all. I when people
2: tell me that, and not even from like I'm something to deal with. Oh, perfect. When men say things, or when people say things like, "Oh, you're growing, you're getting successful," it'll take a special person to
3: be comfortable with that. I believe that. I know it, but it's me. like yeah. I I know it. I feel like it's discouraging because. To me, it's not. We live in a a place, too, where patriarchy is still like so big. Mm -hmm. As women now, we're showing up as full bosses. I don't need a man to do anything. So that's been a conversation in my past relationship as well. He's like, I don't even know how to show up with you. I don't know how to show up as a man Mm -hmm. because how I've shown up in all my past relationships, that's not what you need from me. So, we've had those actual conversations. I said how a man right even now. shows up. Like, I like, I, like dealt I feel like I need to
2: call one of these niggas and be like, go talk the man."
1: Nah, you need a man <laughs> that's very secure yeah. into himself, I hear all has his own identity, yep. and is yep. able to do the things that you need done. Right? Yep. It, 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 it might be just. Bye.
2: Uh, flowers, nigga
1: But not I only right flowers. flowers. It, but it's time to bring lunch. Yep. You're right. Make me breakfast. Hang oh, out with we can me. Can Mac on our just
2: just chef uh, they only make of our April Town Hall. I think that'd be fun too. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah. Amen. Tell us uh, where to find you. Tell the people where to find you.
1: Yes. Um. You can find me on Instagram as Talk to Mac on, on the underscore therapist talk. The number two Mac M A C. It'll be in the, the description the of the episode.
3: Too, uh,
1: <laughs> also, if you're in New York and New Jersey and you're looking for couples therapy, I also have a couples work workshop, a one-day intensive couples workshop. Oh, hell no. And, and, you,
3: you, and you do do things in person. It's yes, not all yes.
1: remote. I'm, Amazing. I'm tired of the remote world. Like, I wanted to be here today. Good. So, yeah, so I have that coming as well. I also have a special gift for you guys, if I may, if that's okay. You could give me anything, because I ain't got
3: a nigga no more. Can I get my bag,
4: please? Oh, love I'll put some Hold on, wait, Yo, Edit. Like, let's make
2: a mark for a cut for this. Yeah. Will it be another two minutes? Okay, good. I just got to jump on the staff call.
1: I'm good? Oh, go ahead. Get so, your go, drop go on. It. So, I, I created these cards during... The Come pandemic. on, promotion. He's go. like, bitch,
2: I ain't got a podcast, but you can buy these cards. How about it.
1: It's a clinical card game that you are not to play with your friends. Or as a group, but that you are to play with your significant other in the mm. comfort of your home. I ain't comfortable just That's looking at you. That's where the real shit. work starts.
3: This is what, so me and my, ma- like, we used to play games a lot. Uno, of course, and then another thing, but Oh cars. my God, did you important. do this on a
2: first date?
1: No. Okay. You need to be <laughs> The first in a one that relationship. I saw, the reason
2: I asked that is, what's your biggest regret in life so far? Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. is your favorite you to color. Know your partner, though. I like yes. this great idea yo
1: love this again couple I'm gonna sue where
3: can where can they buy this
1: um that's directly on my website as therapy is for everyone.org
3: this is a therapy really really creative everyone. idea I like it I love that. Thank you, Max, so love, much for yes. coming on. Um, we absolutely adore you. We'll, yeah, we'll probably bring you on to a Patreon episode soon so maybe we can really dig deep but into We could do it with Lambo and
2: on one of his baby mamas since uh, he want to play me like that
3: on <laughs> FaceTime with that bitch. Oh, Lord. All right. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, we've talked about Patreon. If you want to, an extra episode every week, as well as the opportunity to join us on our town halls once a month. Join us at patreon.com backslash Horrible Decisions. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, you see our beautiful merch hanging up behind us. You can get your Horrible Decisions merch now at whorehive.com. It's actually exactly how it is. So W-H-O-R-E-H-I-V-E.com and get your merch motherfucking now. Um, thanks for watching the show thank you this thank has been you. yet another episode of Portable decisions bye yeah. it's bonus bitches and we yeah. back again it's not gonna be filled with
2: much tea I already have people like what did old Bay say when he heard this bitch I wouldn't know I blocked that negro
3: I mean he may have someone giving him the tea anyways I'm sure but um, I just I thought mean, there's about there's no tea I guess to give if he knows what he
2: did when I was in the elevator just coming up to do this episode. um, My neighbor, I I had a company send me like a hundred body scrubs, maybe 40. I'm not exaggerating with 100, but 40, about 40, right? Black ticks. she's next door. So I handed it to her. I was like, oh, here, I got these, you know, in the mail, I wanted to give them to you. I was like, because we got to keep from staying young. She goes, and we got to keep staying young. And she was like, girl, I'm way older than you. And I said, what you is, 35? I swear on my mom, Andy. I thought she was maybe at max like 38.
3: She looked really young.
2: And she said, I'm 50. I said, Bitch, I know you're vegan.
3: That's that's how it might not even be vegan. That's how uh that's how motherfuckers be treating my ex. Like my ex does not look 50 at all.
2: No, and I think that's the thing though, when you really take care of your body, and, and don't get me wrong, I only know her because she has a dog, so we be at the dog park, but she be running with the dog, jumping up and off the table, like working out like crazy, and I'm like, yo, you know you don't look fifty. So I say all that to say, she said, because I thought about Maggie, who's the bitch, Obey, went to go see in Dubai. And she said, girl, I don't have a concept of time. She said, if you ask me, I'm still fucking the nigga I was from high school. She was like, everything feels the same. She was like, I uh, I take care of my body. She was like, and my spirit is light. She said, I eat good and I'll tell no lies. I said, I know that's right. And I really <laughs> want to tell Obey because his body is fucking crazy. He really, really works on his body. But the he nigga, tells lies. And so that's why he's bald.
3: <laughs> well, balding is not. No, balding. I like. Bald. I don't care. Bald is sexy. Girl, too my, my ex was bald. Yeah. My, know, bitch, no, you know I, ex was bald. But I dealt with a lot of niggas who was bald. I've had other bald niggas come and fuck me down. We know you like bald players. All
2: right. Episode name,
3: sorry. Anyways, guys, as as this really episode is our cinema for the month, and we chose to do Bad Vegan. I if watched I'm not mes- Bad Vegan on vacay, bro. It was good. It was really good, but what's crazy, too, I think last month we did the Tinder Swindler. So... It's very similar in conversation, so I dug in to do some different things. But before we started with the with the catch-up, I want to know what other TV you were currently watching.
2: Um, Jocelyn's Cabaret. Honey, I can't wait to see the TV what's going on with Dave.
3: I just, I just went to Asante's house, and he mm-hmm. caught me all the way up with it. So, no. a mess. A fucking then mess. Then I
2: did—what uh, was I going to say? Um, I've been re-watching Girls on HBO, and I've been watching— what is it that I watch every Sunday? Oh, 90 Day Fiance. Duh, that shit's getting crazy. Um, I did want to make mention, I was in a... Every week <clears> on <throat> Tuesdays, we have a staff meeting with all the heads at my job. And two of the departments have to do with stuff you watch, right? Film and TV. And literally, one of the girls is like, so-and-so keeps throwing me a project. But like by the time we release this on Netflix... They're already gonna be tired of the scamming. She's like, Netflix goes in waves. So, right now, you've got Anna Delvey, then you've got the Tinder swindler, then you've got Bad Vegan. She's like, We're in a wave of scam. She's like, We've been in a wave of stand up. We got in a wave of black shit. And she's like, Netflix hits you in waves and keeps feeding you. She's like, By the time we acquire this project, the wave will be off. And I was like, Wow, like, that is really like Hollywood shit because I didn't even, I forgot Anna Delvey too. All of them. And now it makes me want more. And of course, because you watched blah, blah, blah. Now you like this. So it's like, I do enjoy it. And the bad vegan story was great. But like, I want to actually see how long that timeline I really, goes.
3: It's weird <laughs> because I really don't think people get sick of it. Like I'm someone and I, and I think I mentioned it on this pod. When I'm just like, oh, uh, nothing's on TV. I love to binge American Greed which technically is scams. L- maybe a year or two ago. No, no, no. People wa- do not get
2: sick of it. I think they're saying like the hype.
3: Oh, I mean, but even what what was it? One or two years ago now was Firefest. Fest. And that had everyone talking. So, I mean, I think that people love watching other people get got over on. I don't know why, but I think it's a thing.
2: I think cause it's also like the everyday person too. All of these people are very unassuming. You know what I mean? Like, I think I was talking to Sophia
3: the They're other day. They're not even unassuming, they just white. No, the no, way no, 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 no. There
2: could be your everyday person. These that gets white
3: ass, crook ass bitches who somehow even just get the access to all this loan money. It's insane. So it's insane. So-
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.
1: I thought in that moment.